Stretching. It's flying. Goodbye. Schwarber strikes again. Because of course they do. Hello and welcome to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth here with you from 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Listen to the show on the Odyssey app. Watch the show on twitch.tv slash BetQL on YouTube and follow us on X at BetQL Daily. We have a jam-packed show for you today. Brad Spielberger of PFF with his usual NFL bets and takes every Wednesday. Then at 11 o'clock Eastern time, Zach Price shares his favorite NBA futures. And then at 11.20, Sean Zarillo tell us, tells us if we should just simply tail the Rangers and Phillies en route to the World Series. And that's where we will begin, recapping Game 2 of the NLCS. At home, they call them the Phils, and they like to hit dingers. Kyle Schwarber with a couple of blasts. Trey Turner with a solo shot. And the Phillies just absolutely pummel the Diamondbacks 10 to nothing, lead the series two games to nothing. Joe, let's come out and just ask up front, plus 260 to bet on the Phillies to sweep this series. Do you want to take it? Yeah. Yep. I do. I do. And I'm not, I'm trying not to get caught up in the moment, but the way this sets up the rest of the way as the Phillies just hit bomb after bomb after bomb. So game three, yeah, no. Rookie, no, I don't think so. And Fats had his ups and downs. And then you're going to go a bullpen game in game number four? Possibly life on the line, and they've got to go bullpen game? Yeah, plus 260 feels like it's probably going to be. It's going to be four or five games. Can we agree there? Mm-hmm. I think long series, it's a very – wildly different conversation than what's going to happen in the ALCS. Just does anybody think there is any sign of life? Like two wins. Can Arizona get two to push this to six games? Anybody think they can? It's over. It feels like it's over already. Doesn't it? I mean, that was unbelievable. The way the Phillies are hitting, it's incredible. I'm bummed. Sometimes on this show, we put out a bet and we end up being a day too soon. Trey Turner. I did see an interesting headline. I, I wonder how Nationals fans feel just watching Bryce Harper and Trey Turner and carrying on in the postseason, wishing maybe they kept them uh, on their team. But yeah, I just think this is all Phillies. It just feels like something magical is happening with them right now. It's unbelievable the way they're hitting. Isn't it amazing the reputation that Philadelphia sports fans had coming into this series, much less this year or whatever? What do we think of when we think of Philadelphia sports fans? Uh, maybe they're a bit curmudgeon. Uh, maybe they're a little rough around the edges. But no, we're, we're falling in love with this whole situation. The whole situation. And guess what? Now we find them lovable. Now, look, I, I say this, you know, they are endearing. This isn't an insult they to are? say the least. Yeah, what are you talking sure. about? <laughs> no, seriously. No, like, <laughs> we're talking about like Philadelphia, you know, and Citizens Bank Park being this wonderful environment. Like it's really exciting, like all this magic, mm. all this stuff. And it's like, we don't think about that when we think of Philadelphia, do we? No. Like this, no. You know, no one wants to be accountable. No one wants to be accountable. God forbid you get held up for your failures. And then, you know, we love you. We. 
been gone for 10 years, maybe more, but they, I mean, yeah, they can be at their worst. Absolutely. But like when you're doing well, there's no better place to play. There's none. Look at, I mean, Sixers games, Phillies games, Eagles games. Isn't that any the worst of it when you're, but isn't you're the hero in any, wouldn't you agree that there's a different, yeah, but there's a different intensity. Wouldn't you agree? Like the in North Philly, South, yes, that's why that. they used to have a jail at their NFL stadium. Right, <laughs> like maybe they go. still do. What, these Nothing are facts. Neither confirm nor tank. deny. Yeah, I mean, yeah there's right. a reason. There's a reason. You been there, Paul? Uh, What's it like? <laughs> don't recall. Oddly I enough, mean, the, the whole the whole cheer, <laughs> cheering Trey Turner thing. Like you guys have gone soft. I get it, and you're out to defend it, and wow. you come out guns a blazing with the middle finger, like just trying to. Hey, just remember who we are. <laughs> just remember my roots. <laughs> soft. No, Poke it, it's it, no, it's yeah, but right. but also I, there's been a lot made of the environment there, and. It, there is a, a bit of a, a home field, even though, um, you know, we see this every year, though. Like, w- when your team is in the playoffs, and when you're in the Final Four, when you get to the World Series, like, if you've ever been to one of these games, you don't sit. Most places, that's mm-hmm. how it is. You don't yeah. sit. Like, I remember being at Game 5 of the World Series. My wife's like, are we going to sit at any point? I'm like, nope. Standing the entire night. <laughs> That's how it is. Hope your like, shoes are comfortable. Yeah, the Cubs went down early, and then there was a homer, and then like, no, we're not going to sit. She's like, are the people in front of us going to sit? I'm like, nope. And the people behind us are not going to sit either because we're not sitting. Nobody's sitting. This is it's it's a different type of intensity. It, it really is. So I do think it's a bit overblown though, but because we see this every year. Every year, everywhere. Right. Like, it's yes, not just exactly. exclusive to Philadelphia, but still, though, we're talking about the city and the fan base very differently than we normally do reputationally. Yeah. Like if the Phillies do not win the World Series with all of this momentum that they have earned, that has been bestowed upon them. If they don't win the whole mm. darn thing at this point, that will mm. be ugly. That will be uncomfortable. But if you don't like Philadelphia, then it yeah. will be quite delicious, I suppose. You, you think back you to back that. World Series appearances that they would get torched there? That'd be sad. Uh, I, I think because now I think there's be some heartbreaking. Hope there. Yeah, and if it's heartbreaking, then how do you handle that? Like sometimes, if you lose like a finals or a championship, sometimes that hurts more, and you act out more. Like, what if, say, you know, we get to a game six or game seven, something like that, and a bad managerial decision happens, or there's some mess up in the outfield, something like that. You don't think that player or that manager or that decision maker will be torched in some way? No, they would. would. It depends how it happens. Especially in Philly. Yeah. 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 I think it's, it could get precarious for an individual, like a manager, a, a Buckner type sort of thing. You know, Bartman, right. if there's a fan sort of thing. I mean, it can't really oh happen God, with the Nets don't anymore. Even. But yes, there's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there could be, I mean, that you want to talk about visceral fan bases. That's like the only time Cubs fan base has been like super angry, like at someone, it feels mm-hmm. like. Um, and that yeah. kind of started, but like they're, yeah, yeah, it could go. I don't think it's going to be like, oh man, like, I don't know. It's weird. Cause like, oh wait, they won when they weren't supposed to won, won, whatever, when oh nine, mm-hmm. They always felt like the underdog against the Yankees. They never felt like they were going to win that series. 
so I, I don't know that like people are going to be like up in arms if they don't get it done. Um, and I do think this team is built to like at least be in the playoffs consistently. So I don't know that it's going to mm-hmm. be like, oh, it's going to be. Yeah, I don't know if level they'd be level headed and say, hey, we're going to have another spin of the wheel because we still have this great pitching and sure. we have this team that just hits bomb after bomb. I don't know that they would look at it in right. that manner. I think it would be. <sighs> we can't win anything. Like the Eagles got there and right. we lost. The Phillies got there twice in a row and we lost. Like we have this window to be the champions, you know, in ever in the major multiple major sports, like the Sixers too, with them beat injuries and all that stuff. Like, yeah. like oh good point. It, there would be a, a woe is me for sure. I will I say it doesn't it. feel that way because they won in 08 and they won in 17 and it had been so long until they won anything until 08. And like the Eagles, you know, had never won until 17. If those had not happened, oh man, like completely different. I story. agree. But there is at least, I have a hard time recent feel, feeling super bad for a fan base. That's won no. championships in any sport or no. like even making it to the world series, even though it's heartbreaking, you don't win it. Your team also just won a super bowl. It's like, okay, I don't feel that bad. There's, there's fan bases suffering much more. <laughs> for sure. Um, uh, betting angle. Can from you last name night. some, Aaron? Maybe some that are like near you at this point. <laughs> Every yeah. fan base thinks that they're cursed. How about the Chargers? Everybody that does. Chargers lady. Oh, God. None of her teams win. <laughs> the Vikings, the yeah. Chargers. The Vikings. Here, right. here we go. Yes. You know, she's, she was planted Just by the NFL. Bad yeah. teams on her. A lot of crazy conspiracies involving the NFL off the field lately. It's strange. Like, they need to go to these sort of lengths. Like, no, they don't. They don't. They're the NFL. They run everything. Um, So, we off Phillies under games. Like, you can't bet the under. The under looked really strong for much of that game. You had one team that didn't score, and then the under was smashed because of all those home runs Mm -hmm. they had. Just one side. Yeah, yeah at, at this point, I'm not sure because, like you said, like we've got bullpen games coming up for Arizona. You know, Brandon Fought's going to be on the bump uh, come yeah. Thursday. So it's like, you know, and, and look, Merrill Kelly pitched well. Like, I mean, granted, he gave up, you know, a few earned runs, but, you know, in terms of his arsenal and the pitch sequencing and the mix of pitches he had, I mean, he threw out everything he possibly could. And he was an absolute gamer out there. And it didn't matter. Because Phillies hitters are just so dynamic right now. You know, if I may bow down to the queen in Sarah Lang's here real fast, the Phillies have a plus 33 run differential so far this postseason. That is the highest run differential in an eight-game span in any postseason. This is insane what they're doing wow. right now. Hmm. Wow. Any any part of the postseason, let alone the NLCS. You know, that's that's the other thing. Yeah, you're going to get right. And Arizona just threw their two best arms. I can't Mm -hmm. stress that enough. They just threw their two best arms. So what are you going to do now in Arizona? Well, that's even more of a bandbox. It just flies out of there. It's good luck. And didn't didn't Ranger Suarez pitch pretty well last year in the postseason? Or how do we feel Mm -hmm. about him? Yeah. I mean, I'm not that worried. It fought stinks. Well, I, sorry, I like the Phil's chances. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that's a take, good number. That's a good you, number to sweep. Yeah, uh, plus two sixty to sweep. I think plus two ninety, give or take, uh, for the Phil's to win in five. You want to take both of those? You're still making a profit. I think that's all right. 
that's probably mm-hmm. the approach I would take. Uh, maybe you will hear this uh, from these dulcet tones a little later, but I think that's probably the way to do it. Uh, also, too, uh, one thing that I wanted to look up is the stat cast numbers. Since 2015, Phillies have the second highest WOBA and ex-WOBA in a postseason, trailing only the 2017 Colorado Rockies where they went nuts and then, you know, kind of slowed down in the World Series. But what the Phillies are doing, whether it's home runs or run differential or stat cast numbers, it, it is truly unbelievable. And I don't know how the Diamondbacks slow that down or the American League ball club that might slow it down. Like we said yesterday, just take a group of Phillies on home run props every game. Mm-hmm. Trey Turner was plus 450 yesterday. Oh, that felt good. You, you, when you go over total bases in the first inning to get things going, and it's the first inning a lot with this team, like that that always feels pretty good to at least have that in your pocket. But like, yep, between those four guys, Schwarber, Harper, Turner, Castellanos, like you want to talk about turning a profit, a couple of them are hitting bombs every game. So if you get two mm-hmm. of them to hit home runs, you're good. If you get one of the four, you're breaking even or turning a little bit of profit, I'd say, in most cases. Maybe not short one because his home run prop is always the shortest. Um, but, yeah, people hit that one too, by the way. Two or more homers, 25 to one on Shorebaum. Good grief. Is I there... wish I got in on this sooner. <laughs> a World Series MVP angle, or it's just, I mean, you're, you're picking a horse because it's a different guy every night, or it's multiple guys every night. Boy, like Schwarber's at, the at best this point, number of the group. He's at 16 to 1. And if he does, if he's this Schwarber, he's got a real shot. But like Harper's mm-hmm. 6 to 1, Castellanos 14 to 1, Turner 13 to 1, and then Schwarber's 16 to 1. I mean, we don't know that we're going to get similar results, but we can eliminate Philly's pitchers, right? This is all about yeah, their hitting. So. Absolutely, it is. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. Like, what do we remember? Like, you know, Nola and Wheeler, they pitch really well, but in terms of the highlight reel, so to speak, we're remembering these multi-home run games more than anything else. And I I don't think this is necessarily the case here because we probably think of Bryce Harper as the, the best hitter in the group, so to speak, or the most accomplished hitter, I suppose. But that's not going to matter in this World Series MVP. Like, it's something where if you are playing the best, I don't know if there's any sentimentality with any one player. Yeah, like right now, Harper's six to one, and he's the favorite. Cast- mm-hmm. Turner, Castellanos, Schwarber, they're all in that 13 to 16 to one range. Those aren't bad numbers. Mm-hmm. Will defense make a difference at all, you think? Anyone, you know, playing well defensively where maybe that can be a bit of a tiebreaker? Well, these Harper stars... playing first has helped them, but. Yeah. Yeah, Aaron. I think the way they're hitting will outshine the defense, probably, as long as that continues. Hmm. Lots to figure out between now and then. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, it's our weekly NFL power rankings, and we are ranking the best NFL backup quarterbacks who are in the mix to start this week. This will be fun. That's right here on the BetQL Network.